family. Welcome to today's Word podcast. I am your host, Tia, and I'm so grateful that you are tuning in with me on today, listening to another episode of today's Word. And my teaching on today is Unified with Christ. I'm kind of staying in that vein on unity. I've uh, done uh, teachings Uh, If you have been listening in on the last few months, uh, doing teachings on unity. And the Lord has just kept me kind of in that vein of unity. And as I was seeking him on what to talk about, what to teach on today, um, he gave me the topic unified with Christ. So we're going to be talking and discussing today unified with Christ. So once again, thank you so much, family, for tuning in uh, on the podcast on today. Today's word is an extension of a divine outreach ministries. And I am, again, thankful to you, thankful to the Lord, God Almighty, Jesus. So grateful, so thankful to see another day. We are in the middle of August and about to head into the fall season. Can you believe we are halfway through the year? And God has brought us so far. A lot has happened in these last months since the beginning of the year, just in this last month of uh, of August. But God is still good. He's still faithful. And I'm so grateful to bring this teaching to you today. And if you can pray for me and pray with me as I go forward, forward with this teaching today in this discussion. And as I always say uh, in my uh, for a previous podcast, if you have any questions, any comments, please feel free. You can email email me at Lady T Love, and that's L U V at Outlook.com. Lady T Love, L U V at Outlook.com. If you have any comments, any questions, anything you would like to share, um, let's let's talk. That's what I'm here for. Uh, We're in this thing together to learn. And uh, again, today's teaching and topic is on Unified with Christ. So before I get started, I want to pray and then we'll dig right on into the word today. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you, Father, for this teaching today. Father, thank you so much for giving me this topic, Unified with Christ. Lord, I didn't know how I was going to put this teaching together or how this teaching was going to come together. But I thank you, Father God, that you helped me put this teaching together, this discussion. And everyone that is tuning in and listening to this podcast today, Father, I say thank you. Thank you, Father. And everyone that is tuning in, it was ordained by you. Lord, as I always say, Father, I want these teachings to reach someone that that do not know, that does not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And I pray, Father, that you will allow this teaching to get out on the internet, get out, get into the ear of, of a man, a woman, boy, or girl that do not know Jesus as Lord and Savior. And that this teaching will change a life, transform a life, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the opportunity today, and I don't take it lightly. Father God, I decrease that. Lord, you increase, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 
All right, let's get into this teaching on today, Unified with Christ. Um, I've given the, the, the definition of unity. And I looked it up, uh, I believe, in Webster's uh, Dictionary. And it gave the definition of unity as the state of being one, oneness, agreement, uniformity, harmony. The state of being one, having oneness, being in agreement, having uniformity and harmony. So I, I, I pose a question to myself because when you're when I teach, I want to put myself, of course, in this other in the receiver's shoes or seat, you know, the one that's receiving the teaching. So I, I try to think about, well, what questions would someone ask when you're teaching or talking on a topic? And the first question I come up with was, what does it mean to be unified with Christ? Okay, the topic is unified with Christ. What does that mean? Well, as I was asking the Lord this question, he gave me, uh, he gave me an answer. <laughs> he gave me an answer. And one answer, I mean, there's a lot of answers, but one answer he gave me as far as this question goes we have been made one with Christ. Now go back to the definition of unity. The state of being one, oneness, agreement, uniformity, and harmony. So when God gave me that, that what does it mean to be unified with Christ? It means that we have been made one with Jesus. In other words, Jesus and I are one. If you are born born again believer listening to this podcast today, this teaching, you are one with Christ. You and Jesus are one, one, one spirit, one spirit. As Christ is, so are you in this world. So you and Jesus are one. So that's how. That's one. Uh, 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 answer to what does it mean to be unified with Christ. And I always want to definitely give scripture uh, when I you know, bring forth a, 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 an answer to a question. And one verse, uh, one form of scripture that the Lord gave me, and I'm, for the most part, will be coming from the New King James translation. I think I have one translation out of the Amplified, Amplified Classic but this one will be coming out of New King James translation. And we're going to, let's go to uh, uh, Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 through 28. Galatians 3, 26 through 28. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For you are all sons of God. Through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. So we have been made one with Jesus. Now let's go to Ephesians 5 and 30. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 30. For we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones, for we are members of his body. So we have, we, we are members of the body of Christ. Just as you think about your own body, 
and the members that, that make up your body, you have your head, you have your hands, you have your fingers, you have your arms. Um, I think I said leg. No, I said head. You have your legs, you have your feet, you have your eyes, you have your ears, you have your toes. All of the members that make up your body. It's, it, but you, it's one body. It's all one. But each member has its own functioning. So as being a member of the body of Christ, each one of us, we're all, we're all members of the body of Christ if you're a born again believer. And each one of us have a very important part in the body of Christ. You think about your own body and you have your head, of course, which that's, that's like the, that's the, the hub. That's the, that's the, what's the word I'm looking for? That's the, um, the, the main function, because your brain, you know, gives off the signal to for everything else in your body to function. So that's like the, the oh, I can't think of the word that I'm, uh, I got it right on the tip of my tongue, the word that I'm looking for uh, with, with, with the head. Um, but the rest of your body, your, your eyes, your eyes is a member to be able to see. Your ears are members to be able to hear. Your fingers are members to be able to touch and feel. Uh, your feet yeah, are members and toes to be able to walk. And, and of course, your legs and your, you know, and, on, and so on and so on. So every member of your body has a very important part to play. Okay, you know, you have your, in, you have your I think it's that's your index finger, that, that you have your thumb, then that finger next to the thumb, I think that's the index finger. Well, that finger is just as important as your eye. Your eye is, is just as important as your ear to hear. That, that toe, that, that baby toe on your, on your foot is just as important as your heart. So all of the members, now, now bringing that to the body of Christ, we all are part of the body of Christ. And each one of us have an important part in the body of Christ. Someone may be anointed to sing. Someone may be anointed to play an instrument. Someone is anointed to bring the word. You know, so we, all of us, we have, we all have an important part as being a part of the body of Christ. And being a part of the body of Christ, we're all one. We're all one. So going back to the question, what does it mean to be unified with Christ? We have been made one with Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. The next question that I asked, how do we have unity with Jesus? Now that's a question. First question, what does it mean to be unified with Christ? Being made one with Jesus. The next question is, how do we have unity with Jesus? How? how? Jesus died for our sins. We have unity with Jesus because Jesus died for our sins. He shed his blood. That's how we have unity with him. Because of his blood. Because of his death, his burial, his resurrection, his shed blood. That's how we have unity with Jesus. Turn with me to Romans uh, chapter 5. Uh, verses 8 and 9, Romans chapter 5, 
verses 8 and 9. And this again is King James translation. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Much more than having now been justified by his blood. So how do we have unity with Jesus? Because by his death, by his shed blood on the cross. How do we have unity with Jesus? We were adopted into the family of God. Yes, we were adopted into the family of God. To be a member of, of, of the kingdom of God. To be a member of God's family. God, our heavenly father, adopted us into his family. We're already in Romans. If you can, uh, we're already in Romans. If you can just go over a couple of chapters over to verse, oh, over to chapter nine. So we're already in Romans. We were in chapter five. Now let's go over to Romans chapter nine and verse 26. And it shall come to pass in the place where it was said to them, you are not my people. There they shall be called sons of the living God. I want to pretty much focus on that part right there. There they shall be called sons of the living God. We are sons and daughters of the living God. We have been adopted. We have been adopted into the family of God. Glory to God. Now that was Romans 9 and 26. Now we're still in Romans. Go back over to Romans chapter 8, verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Abba, Father. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. And I'm, I'm pausing for a minute because um, in my uh, phone here, in my, my Bible, Bible app, I uh, brought up some cross-reference scriptures. And one is Mark 14, 36. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Okay, that's not, that's, that's not one. Galatia, another one here is Galatians 4 and 6. And it reads, And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. So that was Galatians 4 and 6. Um, and these are cross-reference scriptures. And it was I, I clicked on Abba. But I want to focus on the fact of we were adopted into the family of God. Let's go to another scripture, Ephesians 1 and 5. Ephesians, uh, Ephesians 1 and 5. Having, predest having predestined us to adoption 
as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Let's see what another translation may say. That was New King James. Let's see what the New Living Translation says. Oh, here it go. Here's a good one. Now I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. So God brought us to himself through Jesus Christ. So that's how we are unified. How are we how how do we have unity with Jesus? Because God adopted us into his family by bringing us to himself through his son. Oh, thank you Father. Thank you for bringing me to this translation. This is why I like other reading other translations to bring out more understanding, more meaning of a particular scripture. So, cause I was trying to bring it out and, and really, and I hope, you know, whoever is listening is getting something out of this teaching. It's, it's not, it's not a long teaching, but I really want to bring it out. How are we unified with Christ? We are uni We are made one with him. That's, that's what it means to be unified with Christ. We we're unified with him because we've been made one with him. We are one spirit with Jesus. And then the next question is, how do we have unity? We have unity with Jesus because Jesus died for our sins by his shed blood is how we have unity. And then the next one is we were adopted into the family of God. And this is a good one. Ephesians 1 uh, verse 5 in the New, New Living Translation, God decided in advance. So he decided way beforehand to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure. So God wanted to do this. He wanted to adopt us into his family. When we received his son, he wanted to do this. He, des he desired to do this. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you desired, you wanted to do this. And it brought you great pleasure to adopt us into your family through your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. So this is how, family, this is how we are, how we have unity with Jesus. Another way, another way how we have unity with Jesus is by our faith in him our relationship with him. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and as our Savior, when we believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior, so when we believe and when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, that's how we have, uh, that's how we have unity with Jesus. By our, we have unity. Let me, let me say that again. We, how, the question is, how do we have unity with Jesus? By our faith in him. So all of this is by faith. We, we don't have any of this if we don't have faith. It's by our faith in Jesus Christ is how we have unity with Jesus. It's by our faith that we have a relationship with Jesus. It's by our faith that we receive, that, uh, it's by our faith that we believe 
and we receive Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. We believe in Jesus as our Lord and our Savior. Now, the scripture, the script, description, the scripture that I have um, for this for this one uh, is Galatians three twenty eight. For this, uh, for this, oh gosh, I'm trying to say for this uh, this next understanding. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So the first understanding is Jesus died for our sins in his shed blood. The next one is we were adopted into the family of God. The next answer to the question is by uh, our faith in him. So let's go back over this. The, the first question was how does it mean, or what does it mean to be unified with Christ? That one answer was we have been made one with Jesus. And that was Galatians 3, 20, uh, 3, Galatians 3, 26 through 28. Actually, you know what? Now that I look at it, uh, Galatians 3, 26 through 28, when I gave that earlier, and we can go back to that, I'm actually giving it again. I didn't realize that I was giving that same scripture again. Uh, for the second, to answers to the second question was, is how do we have unity with Jesus? Number one, Jesus died for our sins and by his shed blood. Number two, we were adopted into the family of God. And then number three, by our faith in him, our, our relationship with him. When we receive Jesus as our Lord and our Savior, when we believe in Jesus as Lord and Savior, and I was going to have you to go to Galatians uh, 3 and 28, and we actually did Galatians 3 and uh, 26 through 28. So let's go back to that again. Galatians uh, 3. And 28. Wow, I didn't I didn't realize that. And I believe I read it out. Of, uh, yeah, I read it out of the New Living. Uh, I'm sorry, I read it out of the New King James translation the first time. And it says, um, Galatians 3.28. I don't know, maybe I didn't. I don't know, I'm getting a little confused here. The devil is a lie. I could have sworn I read it, but let, let's... Maybe I didn't read it all. Well, let's let's read it here. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. So that was answering the question, what does it mean to be unified with Christ? We have been made one with Jesus. But it also answers uh, the question, how do we have unity with Jesus? By our faith in him. And that again, that was Galatians, 28, Galatians 3 and 28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. So when we believe and have faith in Jesus Christ, we are made one. I'm going to read that in another translation. And I apologize if I got anyone confused. I got a little confused of myself because I didn't know I had the scripture for both of these questions at the same time here. But to, go, to God be the glory. Uh, let's see here. Let me go back to the New Living Translation. 
Um, actually, it's, it's saying the same thing. Let me see what the Passion Translation is saying. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's all basically the same, the same thing that we are we are one with Christ. So, um, but I was trying to come find a scripture about believing and receiving Jesus as Lord. That was a scripture. I was trying to come up with a scripture on that. But um, but I do just out of my heart. Uh, let me see. I think it was uh, John three sixteen. Let's go there. I, I, I don't, I, I'm quite sure quite a few few of you all know that scripture, John three sixteen. Uh, and uh, let's see here. Uh, and I know I know it. At least I should know it by heart, by memory. For God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him, whosoever believes in him, Shall not perish, but have everlasting life. So, I'm focusing on the part that says, whosoever believes in him. Going back to the question again, how do we have unity with Jesus? By believing in him. Believing in him. So, we believe in Jesus, not just, not just to have eternal life. We believe in Jesus Christ, one, to have eternal life when we leave this earth, but also to have uh, the blessing of God in this earth and to have the things in this earth that God placed us in this earth to have and to enjoy life in abundance. He's, uh, he said, uh, the scripture just come to me, Jesus came that we have, Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So we believe on Jesus Christ, yes, to have eternal life. And when we, when we receive Jesus, we have eternal life immediately. We are already in eternal life when we receive Jesus Christ. So it's not all about when we leave this earth, we'll have eternal life. We already have it starting now, the minute you receive Jesus Christ. So that answers that question. By believing and receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. The next question, what is the benefit of having unity with Jesus Christ? What is the benefit of having unity or being unified with Jesus Christ? Number one, we have his power. We have Jesus Christ's power. Let's turn to Luke 10. In 19. Luke 10 and 19. Glory to God. Behold, <clears throat> Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I give you power. And let's read that again. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. So he give us authority and power over all the enemy. Let's see what new translation says. Uh, okay, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. Okay, let's see what Amplified Classic says. 
Mm. Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and, and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possess and nothing shall by in any way harm you. So we have his power. That was Luke 10, 19, and I read it out of those different translations. Uh, Ephesians, let's go to Ephesians 1. In, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. And this is going to be out of the Amplified Classic. And so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness of his power in and for us who believe as demonstrated in the working of his mighty power. My goodness. So we have his power. What is the immeasurable and the unlimited and the surpassing greatness of his power in and for us? His power is in us and his power is for us. So that's a benefit of having unity with Jesus Christ. We have his power. And along with his power is his anointing, which is the burden removing, the yoke destroying power of God. The, anoint, the, the anointing of God is his super on our natural. So we have the ability to operate in the supernatural. So having his power and having his anointing, those two go hand in hand. Having the anointing of God on your life is a, is a benefit of, being, of having unity and being unified with Christ. Having his power, having his anointing on your life. The anointing to, the anointing to prosper, the anointing, whatever that anointing of, that God has on your life. Some people are anointed to lay hands and to release the healing power of God. Some are anointed in the areas of prayer. Some are anointed in different areas, but it's all God's power. It's all God's power is just working through us, through his son, Jesus Christ. So that's why we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. The next one, we have his healing. Isaiah 53. Let's go all the way back to the Old Testament. And we're going to go to Isaiah chapter 53. Uh-oh, I go back. I got it wrong myself. Uh, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. And this is in New King James. Surely he had, surely he, and who is he? Jesus, has borne our griefs. And carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. So we have Jesus, we have his healing. His healing. How are, or what benefit? What, what benefit, what is a benefit of having unity with Jesus Christ? We have his healing. We have his healing. Uh, 3 John 2, I wish above all that you prosper and be in health, 
even as your souls prosper. Glory to God. I mean, I can go on and on with scriptures talking about healing. Oh my goodness. I'm, let, me, let, let, let me go to some. Hmm. Mm, 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 mm. The Spirit of God who this Romans 8:11, Romans 8:11, the Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in me. And just as Christ raised Jesus from the dead, he gives life to my mortal uh, to our mortal bodies by the same spirit living within us. Wow. Mm, mm, mm. My goodness, I'm, uh, oh my goodness, my goodness. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. He personally carried our sins. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting excited. That one that I just, uh, that I just read. Oh my goodness. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him, delivereth him out of them all. That's Psalms 34 and 19. First Peter 2.24, he personally carried our sins in his body on the cross so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds, you are healed. My goodness. Malachi 4.2, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. That was Malachi 4 and 2. So we have his healing. That's a benefit of having unity with Christ. Having unity with Jesus Christ. We have healing. Number four, we have his love. What is the benefit of having unity with Jesus Christ? We have his love. Ephesians 3.17 Let's go there. Ephesians, Ephesians. Oh, my goodness. And I do not apologize for giving you all of these scriptures. This is the word of God. Ephesians 3, 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love. So as a born-again believer of Jesus Christ, we have the love of God and shed abroad in our hearts. We have God's love. God loves us. We have his love. Glory to God. And that's a benefit of having unity with Jesus Christ. We have the love of God. God loved us so much that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever believe on him Shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I think that was John 3.16 that I just uh, gave a little while ago. He loved us that much that he gave his only son. God loved us so much. Hallelujah. And there's so many scriptures on love. My goodness. I mean, I can go on and on with scripture about, talking about his love. That's a whole nother, whole nother teaching. The love of God, which I'm going to... I'm definitely going to get to that, but I wanted to stay in this series of teachings on unity. So um, 
I'm gonna gonna just go back from uh, my my teachings on unity just to kind of give a recap. My first teaching, which was back in April, unity and expression of God's love. That was in April. And then uh, the next teaching that was that was April. Let's see. The next one was uh, unity. Uh, oh, uh, let me see. That was April. I thought I did one before then. Mm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let's go back. March, March, March. Unity in the body of Christ. That was the first one. Series of teachings or, or uh, uh, a series uh, on unity. In March, I taught on unity in the body of Christ. And then in April, I taught on unity and expression of God's love. And then I didn't do a teaching in May. And then in June, I did a teaching, Unity in Prayer. That was in June. And then I didn't do a teaching in July. And then this today, um, this month is August, Unified with Christ. So I thank you so much for everyone that have listened in on these, uh, on this a series of teachings on unity. God had given, God gave me about unity, and then He broke them each one up: unity with prayer, unity unified with Christ, unity in the body of Christ. And I thank you so much for each one of you that have tuned in, listening to this series of teachings in unity and talking on unity. And I pray that you receive something uh, in today's teaching: unified with Christ. Um, I may have jumped around a little bit, but continue to pray for me and pray, pray for me and pray with me. The Lord put this podcast on my heart some years ago and I went on a, uh, on a hiatus. Uh, I think I started the podcast, I want to say maybe 2016 and I did it for a couple of years and then I went, um, went on a, I'd say a leave of absence due to some things that was going on in my life, in my personal life. And then um, this year, God released, you know, he instructed me it's time to bring the podcast back. And, and I'm so grateful um, to do these teachings on in this podcast. Uh, and I'm not going to talk to you too much longer, but I just want to say that I always like to open in prayer and close in prayer. And I, I really want this podcast to reach the lost. Definitely anyone listening that is saved and know Jesus, you know, these teachings are for you. But I, my heart is for the lost. My heart is for someone that do not know Jesus Christ. Because if you have not received Jesus, if you, if you have not made a decision to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, hmm, I don't want your soul to be lost. And, and and so much is happening now in the world. And what we're, things we're seeing now are signs of Christ's return soon. How soon? We don't know, but it's soon. It's a lot sooner than it was 10 years ago, 20, 50, 100 years ago. It might be another 100 years from now, but Christ's return is sooner. And it would not surprise me if Christ returned in our lifetime. But do we know when he will return? No, we don't. 
But the signs, these signs are out there. Look at the weather. Look at things that are happening all around us. These are signs to let us know Christ's return is nigh, is near. And I, my, I, I don't want to see anyone lost. It's not God's will for any man to be lost. So saying all that to say that if anyone that is listening to this podcast that do not know Jesus, I ask you to pray this prayer with me. And everyone, pray along with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I am a sinner, but I want to be saved. I want Jesus in my heart. Jesus, I believe you died for me. I believe in my heart that you were raised from the dead. I believe that your blood was shed for me. And because I believe and I receive you into my heart, I am born again. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Thank you, Jesus, that you were raised from the dead. Jesus, you come into my heart. Now I ask that you live your life in me and through me from now on. From this day forward, my life belongs to you. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Jesus. I am no longer a sinner. I am now a saint. I was a sinner, but having said this prayer and receiving you in my heart, I am now a saint. I am now a believer. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, you are saved. Doesn't matter what's going on on the outside. God is going to work on that. Doesn't matter. You may, as soon as you say this prayer and finish listening to this podcast, you may go smoke you some weed. That's okay. God is going to do a work in you and through you. The, the main thing is that you receive him as your Lord and Savior. Now he's going to start cleaning up the outside. He's going to start cleaning up things on the outside. But right now he had to clean up the inside. And that was your heart. That was your spirit. Now you are born again. You're a part of the family. You're a part of the royal family. You've been adopted into the body of Christ. You've been adopted into the family of God. What I just taught, you are now saved. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, family, on my next podcast, uh, I believe I'm going to be bringing on a guest. I'm going to see if I can bring a guest on. The This, this podcast is to minister to the whole man. Spirit, soul, and body. Because we are we are tripe. And I think I mentioned this in one of my past teachings. We are a tripe heart. We are we are a, a tripe. God is triune. He's a triune God. But we are we are three. I'm trying to say we're we're I'm, I'm trying to think of the word to say three. We are 
spirit, soul, and body. We are a spirit. You and me. Our body is not who we are. Our spirit is who we are. Our spirit man. We are a spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul. And our soul consists of our mind, our will, our emotions, our imagination, and our intellect. That is our soul. We live in this physical body. That's where we're, that's where we're housed at. That's our earth suit to allow us access in this earth. But we are spirit. So saying all that to say, this podcast is geared to ministering to the spirit, to the soul, to the body. And I want to have guest speakers come in or even, or I even may do a teaching, you know, to, to minister to the, to the, to the soul man, to the, to the, to the man, to the body, as well as the spirit. So our soul is our mind. You know, it's a lot going on with mental health. I may want to have someone come on the podcast teaching on mental health and, and our thinking and, 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 Positive, you know, and I don't want to say positive thinking like how the world how the world defines it, but I'm just saying positive thinking is good. We think positive when we think the word of God. That's positive. So I want to bring some segments on talking on mental health and get in our mind. He says he wish above all that we prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper. Our minds, our wills, our emotions, our imagination and intellect. People's souls are, are, are hurting. So I want to minister there. I want to minister to the body, the physical body. People, we are overweight. We are in poor health. We don't eat right. We don't drink enough. And I'm talking to me now. I ain't, I'm talking to Tia. We don't drink enough water. We don't get enough rest. We eating out all the time. Nothing wrong with eating out. Nothing wrong with the restaurants, and I get it. But family, we need to start cooking at home and preparing healthy meals at home. It's time to get this body that God gave us to be a steward over for a season. We're sick. We dying as much as more than the people in the world. We need to get our bodies in order, our physical bodies in shape, exercise, our diet, getting rest. Uh, 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 another natural part of our uh, 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 is natural finances. We're broke. We ain't got no money. We're borrowing. He said we should be the lenders, not the borrowers. So I'm saying all this to say, family, I want to bring people in and uh, maybe I'll do some teachings on these, uh, on these other things, these other topics. So stick with me. Stay with me, family. We're going to get this thing right. And Christ going to come back and we're going to be joined with, the, with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But until he returns, we're going to get this thing. We, we're going to keep working on this thing. So God bless you all. God bless you until we meet again, until we talk again. Stay true. Stay in the word. Keep walking in the blessings of God. I love you. And God be with you all in Jesus name. Talk with you again soon. Bye bye.